Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Being Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. Well, I certainly have like three days of heat coming at me right now and sunny Central Coast, California. I always say Southern California, and so I had to correct myself because I am definitely in the Central Coast. Yep. Realization. Yep. Reality. It's coming full force. Um, So we've had a little heat spell. It's gorgeous. I'm not complaining. I love a good heat spell. Um, but with that being said, my skin is so dry. Um, no, this is not like a prompt for like a skincare line. Although I do have a lot of skincare lines on my website if you want to check any out. Ding, ding. Um, actually, coming with that, I have a really great guest coming on the show talking about their skincare line. So, you know, I am such an advocate for clean products out there. So um, head on over to justbeinghonest.com and check out some of those products that I personally vet and personally use myself. You will not be disappointed. But anyways, back to today's episode. I hate, to be honest with you, I hate kind of jumping in and trying to sell you guys something. I just want to be completely honest with you. That's just like not my forte. Um, But I did want to remind you guys of that. So Um, Here we are, back on the show, episode number 214. I have an awesome guest on, another soul sister. Yeah, here we go. And this topic is super near and dear to my heart. I remember back in, what was it, 2017, 2018, when I was going through my Saturn return, I did a head first deep dive into um, the dark hole of astrology, right? I did some personal self-study with that and I have carried that studies, that intuitive sense into the work that I do with clients today. So when I did a deep dive, I mean, I'm telling you guys, I would spend hours, I would stay up all night reading my chart, evaluating other people's charts, researching, what does this mean? What does that mean? What does this planet stand for? Um, You know, the cosmic alignment and numbers and degrees and all the things. Um, So it's really exciting for me to have my personal astrologer on the show today. And um, you guys, you've probably heard her all over the place. She's been on other people's podcasts. I know she was on Almost 30's podcast. And she's very well known. Even though she says she does not like to hear herself talk. Um, I love to hear her talk and I love to hear her share her passion, her truth, her voice with all of us today. She's going to be talking a little bit about astrology and just about interpreting your charts. We use my chart as an example and it's really, really amazing what she comes up with. So 
Our guest today is none other than Leslie Galbraith, and she is the creator of Our Cosmic Day Astrology. So a little bit about Leslie is that, yeah, she's basically my go-to astrologer, first and foremost, but she practices the sacred art of astrology using the natal birth chart as a map of basically showing us our soul's intent to bring deeper awareness to the strengths and the challenges that we all have. So in a nutshell, that's all about Leslie. We had a really amazing face-to-face. Yes, one of my first, one of my first face-to-faces since COVID, I think. Um, I've been doing everything via Zoom, so I'm super excited to get back in person, back in the studio, back on the road um, with all of my peeps. I'm excited. The energy is real, and you cannot deny it. So guys, enjoy this episode with Leslie of Our Cosmic Day, and I will see you on the other side. Enjoy. I am just going to put this out there. I believe spring is here. I believe spring has sprung. And one of my favorite things about spring is, well, nature and the power of nature and the power of nature on us. So when I think of spring and when I think of nature, I think about the cute little bumblebees just buzzing around out there. And did you know that bees are actually crucial to the health of our planet? And in turn the health of us. So I want to share some facts with you and then I want to share an amazing brand that I fully support and use every single day. Number one, bees are responsible for every third bite of food you eat. Ha! What? Did you know that? Okay, number two, grazing animals rely on bees to pollinate nutrient-dense grasses. Oh my gosh, even more important. And number three, around 80% of the world's flowering plant species rely on insect pollination. Okay, so now that I think I've formally convinced you, guys, I'm talking about the brand Beekeepers Naturals. So what's the buzz about? Let me tell you. They are powered by the hive and backed by science. They have brands that I use every single day, okay? I'm talking about the immune throat spray, the bee immune throat spray. I just do, yeah, that was my impersonation. Just four spritz in the back of my throat every single day, and I know that the natural propolis immunity supporters from the bees are in there supporting my immunities as well. We all know we're climbing out of a pandemic. I know. I'm going to say that. We're climbing out. We're buzzing away. And we need to keep our immunities strong and efficient. So you're going to want to make sure to load up on the bee immune throat spray. Another thing is brain fuel. Be smart brain fuel. That is another amazing thing to help protect your noggin and kind of boost that energy forward. Another product that I love from Beekeepers Naturals is the Bee Biome. It's a complete gut health probiotic. Yes, yes. So make sure that your gut buddies are super duper happy. Remember my episodes I've done on the gut brain connection? It all goes hand in hand. We're working together here. So those are just a couple of the products that I use and love personally. I could go on and on and on, but I wanna share a little gift with you. You guys, I want to give you 20% off with the code HONEST20. That's H-O-N-E-S-T-20. 
20. Use it at checkout, Honest20, and stock up today. Now, on to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, KB, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and your mindset coach. Here we are. Yes, okay, so I just want to kind of chime in because this is a, I mean, this is the first live interview I have done since probably, hmm, my gosh, pre-COVID time. So I'm thrilled to be face-to-face with our next guest today. I am also even more thrilled about the subject at hand. You guys know how much of a astro nerd I am and a numbers nerd and a cosmo nerd that I am. Um, I'm planning my life around these things right now. But I do want to kind of like jump on here and say that, yeah, Poppy Girl is in the room. She is super excited that we have a guest here today. And um, let's just say you might hear some squeaks here and there of the little puppy dog. So bear that in mind. We are going to try to get cozy here with our next guest and get up close and personal. I'm not going to share too much about her. I'm going to let her do the intro herself. Um, We're sharing a mic today. We're getting cozy, as I just mentioned. So bear in mind, you're going to have to listen very closely. We are going to be very, very tapped in and channeling. Poppy's actually channeling with me right now. She just put her paw on me. So we're all interconnected here. Um, it's, It's going to be an amazing time. So without further ado, we have my astrologer, as I just deemed her, Leslie Galbraith on the show today. Uh, Leslie, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me, and thank you for having me in person here. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) Leslie traveled from New York Mm -hmm. to beautiful California um, to be here. She's actually visiting some friends. It was her birthday on what? 222. You're a magical child, aren't you? Can you believe that? Yeah, 222, 22 this year. What did you feel on that day? Like, seriously, because there was a lot that happened. Yeah, there was a lot. And that day, um, it's funny because about, I don't know, 10 years ago, I was like, wait, my birthday is going to be 222, 22 at some point. And now it's here. I was like, that went by fast. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And like, I know people, so many people that had babies on that day. Mm. There was a crazy rainstorm with rainbows. Like, there was some motion in the air. Yeah, energetics. A lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah, magical numbers. Yeah. So, astrology. Let's start off at the top of the hour because everyone knows I'm here. If you guys have been listening to this show for a long time, like, I've been sharing so much about, you know, like, oh, what's coming up? The new moon, the full moon, all the things. Whenever Mm -hmm. they came up, the solstices. Um, when I work with my clients one-on-one, I do like to review their natal charts, but what I love about astrology is, and I'm going to ask you one question before we kind of dive in, Mm -hmm. um, but what I love is that every person interprets, every astrologer interprets natal charts completely different, Mm -hmm. and it's from their own intuitive or energetic gifts. Yes. Which that's why I love when you and I talked about mine and we can dive in a little bit deeper to kind of Mm -hmm. give everyone a clue of what you provide. Um, It's just so beautiful because Mm -hmm. you even opened up my eyes to things I didn't know about myself Mm -hmm. and I thought I did. Oh, yay. And it kind of, it was A, emotional and Mm -hmm. B, very impactful of like 
how I actually saw myself and that like, oh my gosh, I can recognize myself as this and be okay with those traits and those factors. Mm. So let's go back to <laughs> what are your signs? Yeah. What are your signs? I am a Pisces sun and Pisces moon and Aquarius rising. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of water and a lot of air in my chart. Yeah. So it's com- combining the emotional nature and then the analyzing. Yeah. So I'm kind of really doing doing both. And astrology, just like you said, and astrologers all have, I kind of like to say everybody is their own amazing astrologer. Mm-hmm. If you understand the basics mm-hmm. and you understand the language, just like a language when you learn a foreign language, mm-hmm. um, everybody is able to tap in and kind of connect the dots in their own life. And so each astrologer, that's the beauty of it is it's a tool of divination like tarot Mm -hmm. like um a lot of energy work you know it's a way of even ifa like all these like ways that you tap into the moment astrology is the same so each astrologer having their own system their own energy comes through just like you were saying and how you interpret it and that's what i love about it is that um with learning a little bit about it, you can really understand deeper and astrology brings all of that awareness into like focus, mm. right? Yeah. And so when you're looking at a chart and when you're understanding yourself or you're connecting to someone else, you're reading the pattern of the field and the pattern that was active when someone was born. But each person has their own unique consciousness, yeah. right? right? So everybody meets the energy on their own terms. Mm. This is why when we're talking a lot of people, when you have um, twins, mm. when you have two people born at the same time, mm-hmm. um, they will have the same chart. And a lot of people are like, well, they're totally different or there are many things that are different. But it's actually that there's a pattern of being that is active and that each person is a unique consciousness that meets that energy in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. No, and when you were telling me about, like, obviously your birthday is 222, you are the opposite of me. Yeah. But you're almost double me because you're 22 (laughs) and I'm an 11 and you're Uh, my opposite sign. Yeah, you Virgo and Pisces. Yeah. We balance each other out. It's kind of crazy (laughs) with that being said. And we, like, miraculously, like, combined forces and like got in touch with each other in such a weird kind of kismet way and I'm totally believe that that happened to me in like um three times that week Mm -hmm. um which is crazy I don't quite understand how that happened but it did and I'm so grateful for it yeah you had written me on Instagram yeah and like in August 2020 yeah and for some reason it was never on my messages yeah and then somebody messaged a different, you know, sent me a message, uh, like, what was it, like two months ago or mm. something? I think I wrote you back. And all these messages came in from August 2020. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I <laughs> like I never got any of them. Yeah. So that's when then I wrote to you and I was like, hey, yeah. are you still interested? Yeah. So this is a story that started in August of 2020. And I don't know if it's an Instagram control thing. Like, I don't know <sighs> no if they idea. did that, but whatever. The universe speaks. 
and I had this planned already to come here. So I was like, wait, you live in Santa Barbara. I'm I'm coming there. I'm on my way. And I'm like, we're doing this in person. So I'm super excited. So jumping more into astrology, let's go back to also... Yeah. How did you, when did you discover your gift? Like, when did you discover your gift of like sharing this message? When did you discover your gift about being such an individual being, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's really something hard that someone, you know, maybe like you or like me, like, Mm -hmm. like can't Mm -hmm. truly express and be like, I'm not really from this world. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I know my gift is greater than sitting behind a desk in a corporate Mm -hmm. office. Mm -hmm. I have something to share. Like when did you discover that? And would you be open to sharing that story? Yeah. I, you know, as a child, I was very in tune to a lot of things. My parents, um, they collected antiques and they were always around like, oh, we lived in an old house that was built in 1840. Mm. So as a kid, I was like, connected into spirits and energy yes. you know from a very young age being a Pisces I was like really reading deep deep energy and connecting into it but I didn't really understand it all and my parents were very religious um they were Catholic growing up mm. so that was kind of also a weird thing <laughs> like for them to be like you know into the spirit realm while it was much more you know based on like God and and that and that way of thinking which is like their whole path. So I was very in tuned, but as I went on my journey, I was really interested in art. So mm-hmm. I studied art. I got a Bachelor of Fine Art and uh, metalsmithing. I went and moved to New York and I worked in the art world for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then in 2009, I had a health crisis, which is how so many of these things energetics shift Mm -hmm. so much in our life and it mainly was having to do with a lot of um, stomach pain Mm. stomach in stomach issues okay so at one point I thought I was having an appendicitis and I went to the emergency room and the pain had been building for a couple weeks um I went to NYU emergency room and I was there for hours and hours and hours. And basically they released me with like, you are completely healthy. We have no idea what's wrong with you. And that started doctor after doctor after doctor, which was like gynecologist and then a gastro um, intestinal yeah, yeah. doctor. And then another and, and all these doctors that were like, hey, you're we, you know, tests are great. Don't know why you have pain. And at that time, one of my really good friends was working for this healer who was a shaman, an acupuncturist mm-hmm. in New York. And he said, well, come see him. He's going to help. And I was like, okay. And it was like pretty pricey session at that yeah. time. I was like, I, I, but I was really like desperate. So I went to go see him. And for half an hour, he basically described all of my family issues, all of my emotional issues, <laughs> all of the things that were going on with me. And then a half an hour, I had acupuncture. And then about two days later, the pain dissipated and was completely gone. You released. I released from, and it was all, it was emotional and energetic. It was not any physical thing wrong with me. So can I ask you, how old were you? That was at that time, that was 12 years ago. So I was 36. Okay, so that was a Saturn shift. That was a Saturn shift, and that time I had multiple, I didn't know it at the time, but I had major astrology in my chart, Yeah, (laughs) like which I found later, because I wasn't into astrology. 
Yeah. You know, and I was working at the art in the art world. I was working at a conservation for a contemporary art studio. So it was kind of a very high path, high paced job and yeah. like a lot of stuff. So at, after that, two weeks later, my friend called me and said, um, I can't work for him anymore. And do you know anybody who wants a job? And I said, me. And I literally went straight to my job, gave them two weeks notice, and then go went, went to work for this healer. And at that time, my old job gave me a going away present, which was an astrology reading. And did they know that you were going into anything of this? I just thought I was going to go do more of my artwork. With him? Just like because I was working with him, I was having more time for my studio. Mm. So I thought I was going to go deeper just into my creativity at that yeah. time. Like I thought, oh, you know, I had this kind of healing crisis. I had a lot of emotional stuff. I needed to kind of quiet down, you know, yes. do more art, yes. do more healing. So that was my idea. And then I got this astrology reading like right at that same time. And that woman in that reading just like was so wild because she went into the almost the same story about my family <laughs> that, that the healer had went into. And I was like, wow, this is like, how did you know this? Like, whoa. And she started, you know, talking about my Saturn and my fourth house and this and this. And I was like, I just was blown away. So that actually started my interest in astrology. And mm -hmm. I had always like, you know, knew I was the Pisces and, and those basic things. Yeah. But I never had looked at a chart. I had no. never seen my chart. I had never been interested in it. So when I had that reading, I became totally obsessed. That yes. was it. It was, it was like, that was all there was was like astrology, astrology. So while I worked at that job for about three and a half years as um, as this, you know, shaman, healer, psychic assistant, I learned a lot about Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. I learned about the body. Mm -hmm. I learned about energy work. And then I went deep into astrology. And the woman who gave me that reading ended up being my teacher. Wow. And so I went into like a full year long uh, beginning class advanced class and then like a mentorship and I just dove in like uh, totally obsessed and and then I realized I had done this before I feel like in another life oh my gosh because all of these understandings about astrology just started to kind of download and flood in naturally naturally mm. and I was like wait this is so familiar Mm -hmm. And I had been very interested in the visual arts, but I was an originally an engineer major in school, and I was all into the mathematics. Mm -hmm. So astrology puts all that together, like the visualization, the mathematics. I also was very interested in Carl Jung mm -hmm. and his work. So I was when I was looking at the chart, I was like, oh my God, here's the visual, here's the psychology, and here's the math. And all of it put together. And then from that, which was 2010, that was when I was studying. And then I just pulled up everyone's charts and I never stopped. Mm. And then it became my life's work. Yeah. No, I completely understand what you mean by like the deep dive, the deep dark hole. Like I'm not coming back up. I'm in the rabbit hole. Like 
I went through that um, when I very first started. I mean, I've always kind of been interested, but a natural language of another universe almost like, mm-hmm. it comes very clearly to me like, oh, I already knew that. Or like, how did I figure mm-hmm. that out? I'm not sure how I figured that out. It just came. Yeah. Which is kind of creepy. It is. And it's that intuition yep. involved with that. But yep. I definitely went down that too. I mean, spent hours and hours just looking at my chart, researching, what does this mean, mm-hmm. this degree? And mm-hmm. the degrees are the hardest part for me. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can jump into like, what do yeah. degrees even mean? Because yeah. everyone has a different chart. Not one person has the same chart, right? Right. It's like a fingerprint. Not one yes. person has the same fingerprint. Well, you'll have, yes, exactly. So the charts will have the energy of the moment, mm-hmm. right? And they'll describe it. The degrees are uh, the zodiac. Mm-hmm broken up into 360 degrees Mm -hmm. and each degree is uh different energetics so almost like a different chord right yeah and so how i look at astrology is from this perspective where we've lived in other consciousness other lives other beings and i think what you're saying is like really important because we have so much ancient knowledge but it's kind of like scary to trust it or to really honor it mm. because it kind of feels like, well, how could I know that? But we do. We have we carry these ancient like from other lives where we've studied and we've learned and we've understood. So those are in our consciousness and in our pattern. Yeah. But our our chart, the signature is there. But how we express the energy is unique, just like our fingerprint. So everybody has um, their uh, pre-life plan, hmm. where I believe we kind of have a, uh, I want to say meeting with God, source, love, whatever we call it. And we almost just, um, in a way, d- divine our existence and who we're going to be, um, the race, the color, the class, like the place, everything. I feel like that's a part of our pre-life plan. And this is what I think we're moving into with like all this level, um, all this uh, change in consciousness is understanding that one, we're so responsible for who we are because we chose it. And two, we've kind of been everything else. You know, like I feel like I've been a man, I've been a woman, I've been Chinese, I've been Native American, I've been, I feel like I've been in different lives different expressions of consciousness in a physical form. So when we come into a life, what I look at the chart as is that that is our divine moment Mm. when we kind of qualify to share the energies that we want to express. So when we are born, Mm -hmm, that is almost almost like the qualification process. Like here you are. Yes. And unfortunately, and this is when I bring in astrology as in living authentically, you know, like Mm -hmm. we are inundated with so many patterns, conditionings, constructs, Mm -hmm. and we are born with all the answers. Yes. hundred percent. So total goosebumps. Right? (laughs) And we have to go back once we get older, we have to go back and do the inner child work. Mm -hmm. But that's all about like when I talk about toxic free living, Mm -hmm. that's a part of that, you know, like, yeah kind of shaving away those toxins, those words, those mm-hmm. patterns, constructs, mm-hmm. conditions that were set upon us yep. as almost obstacles or 
dissuading us from going on the right path. Exactly. Because that's what we, yes. makes us all confused in life. What yes. should I do? What should yes. I be? Who should yes. I be? What should I title myself, label myself mm-hmm. as? Who should I follow? You know, what diet trend should I follow? Mm-hmm. All the things, you know? Mm-hmm. Where should my hair be? But as you mentioned, we are already validated when we are born. Exactly. So and this we're is huge. Yeah, and we're choosing um, the experiences. I think we, I feel like when I look at the chart, when I look at someone's chart, right away what's going to jump out in the patterns of the sky are going to be the patterns of someone's gifts. Ooh. And that's when we look at the chart and we want to... Um, I love to bring that awareness like, hey, this is what you're really good at. Yeah. You know, when we were talking about your chart, you're Virgo, right? Yeah. Your analytical mind, the understanding of things. But there's a lot of planets in your chart that are also in the fourth house, which is the house of cancer, which is yeah. nurturing and caring and empathetic and um, very connected to family mm. and very oriented to ancestry. And and what our ancestry is and what we connect to in our tribe and our family. So our chart will show our gifts. Mm-hmm. They will show it and it would be screaming loud. Like these are the things that you're so good at. And then when I, we come here, I feel like because the moment is so purposeful, even if we're a scheduled C-section, I've heard stories about doctors changing C-sections and then the babies being a different sign because it was like, oh, well, you have to do two more days and then I can do it because of this and that. And I was like, oh, that's that soul, that, that soul, like instigating that to that come change. at that, yeah, at yeah. that time, right? Yeah. And even when you look at like, um, a lot of the, just the research is like a, the baby initiates the labor process, Yeah. right, inside. Yeah. So this is a, a, a bigger, bigger divine story. Um, because we're also here in this physical and we're learning more about love, all through our challenges and the things that are, um, we're going to evolve more, those also show up in the chart, the things that we're going to work on. Okay. And what I look at that is, is that in those challenges we may face and the things that we want to learn more about, it's all about becoming more love. Yes. Right? I believe every purpose and everything in life is all, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but I believe yeah. everything, every source, why we are existing is to express and show love. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and we can use my chart as an example because there's some things that like really jumped out out when yeah. we were just talking about, you know, my relationship with ancestry and, you know, uh, family, me being involved with family, which is interesting that you say that because I'm the third child. I never felt like I belonged to my family. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure many people have, there's always dysfunction somewhere, mm-hmm. but I always question that, like, why was I put with this family? What was I here mm-hmm. to teach them? And I was, after we talked about my chart, I was talking to my mother and she goes, I wonder if that's why I had, and when I probably shouldn't share her personal business, but <laughs> she had a miscarriage before oh, me. Oh, wow. And she goes, I wonder if yeah. you were trying to push through to heal, be the healer. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy on that aspect mm-hmm. because now that I look back on my ancestry about like my father's father my father's mother and stuff like that I'm like 
Yeah, he was meant to have three daughters for a reason. Right, right. And when we talked about your chart, um, we talked about all of those patterns, but then that's when we got into some of the challenges. Yeah. When we got into when we were talking about your family story and some of the, and that shows up in the chart. So it's not a way of being like, hey, this is going to happen and this is how it's going to go down. It's more of like, this is the potential of what you can experience and then what you're going to learn about yourself, mm, right? Cool. And then from that experience, we become more love. And then we also, I believe, as we do the healing, we heal it multidimensionally for our souls yes. and other lives, forward lives, and our family, energetically. Yes, yes. Yep. because it exudes outward. I truly believe that. Like when we do the work, when we actually mm -hmm. become awakened and aware and conscious mm -hmm. of that shift coming mm -hmm. on with us, and you mentioned some very pivotal dates that mm -hmm. happened to me, especially in the start of 2020, and yeah. I felt it. Yeah. Um, just like you having like health issues. I had some pretty extreme health issues and mm -hmm. doctors like, we can't find things, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but it <laughs> happened. And I had moments where I released things and things just mm -hmm. started to flow. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, met my significant other mm -hmm. and my things started to pick up. And when you surrender, you know, yes. and that was like probably a big lesson I had to learn. Exactly. And I think we also, in divining it, understanding that we're going to have these certain challenges that we took on to grow from. But as we do, you know, we hear so much of like, oh, we're doing the work, but what does that really mean? Oh, yeah. You know, it means like, okay, let's say if, for example, just an example of my chart. In my chart, Mercury is the planet which rules communication. In my chart, Mercury has so much tension to it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of tension, and by tension, I mean sacred geometry that has difficult alignments in the sky when I was born, and that is mirrored in my life story. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I had was a big challenge with expressing my voice mm -hmm. and expressing what I needed to say, I'm one of six children, no one really listened, nobody, you know, there was a lot of things going on and I didn't really express myself. I also had um, quite a lot of uh, fear mm. of talking in public and fear of being like heard. Like this for me, sitting here with you, two, 10 years, 10 years, 12 years ago, <laughs> oh. terrifying, like terrifying for me to be like, oh my gosh. And even now, I just, I probably won't listen to it because it still is a difficult work. But I had a challenge to overcome old wounds around my voice. Hmm. And that was something that I did a lot of work. Well, what did that mean? Well, when I first started doing more and more astrology, I was teaching and, and I was doing classes on how to read your own chart at a healing center in Brooklyn. And the very first class, I was like, I hope nobody comes. And in <laughs> fact, the only person who came was my friend. And I was like, thank goodness. Like, no, I was like, it was nerve wracking for me and very anxious. So I knew in my chart that this was a challenge and I knew that I had to take steps to work through it. 
Mm. And one of the big steps I did with my voice is hypnotherapy. Yeah. And that and that was a tool that helped me move through the energy and reprogram a lot of the fear and the anxiety around my voice. And as I went on to teach these classes, it was so funny because at the end of like an astrology class and we're in like a temple and like, you know, like I'm in like a yoga room or whatever, yeah. everybody would clap. And I was like, this is kind of funny that everyone claps at the end, but it was the universe clapping because I got up there and I taught yeah. and it was terrifying and yeah. I did it again and I did it again. And it, so that's the work. Yeah. That's the patterns that we like are here to overcome and it. And sometimes we can shift them very quickly and sometimes it takes our whole life totally. to work on it. But you have to get beyond that fear. And I think this mm -hmm. is like, you know, this is going beyond just talking about you know, like an astrological chart, but we can bring it back to that. And yeah. that I personally believe fear is what keeps you in your self node. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And maybe we can go into that, like yeah. self node versus north node. Yeah. You know, when we, you go beyond the fear, you know, you move into your north node and that's where you ultimately want to be going to in life. Exactly. And we can use my chart an example. Like my south node is Libra. Yep. And my north node is Aries. Yep. And, and I, so we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, so maybe you can tell the traits briefly about yeah. what the south, or what the south node is, and then what south node trait of Libra is and Aries. Aries. Yeah. So in our chart, just to back it up for a second, when I was saying we we have all the gifts that are there, and then we have all of the challenges, and then we have very specific points that really talk about our growth, and one of them is the nodes of karma. Mm. The south node and the north node, like just like you mentioned. Um, these are two points that are in space. You know, when we're looking at the chart, we're looking at the sun and the moon as our luminaries. Mm -hmm. And then we're looking at all the planets that are in our orbit. And and again, just to, just to you know, emphasize, the planets are not doing anything to us, mm -hmm. right? It's the energetic field and a description of that field right we're making the choices we have our plan but we got this free will right because sometimes mm -hmm. we get a, hear a lot of like oh mercury this and saturn this it's just the energy it's about us making our choices the notes of karma are two points in space they're almost like i like to say the moon's north node and the moon's south node mm -hmm. south pole and north north pole they're about the intersection between the moon the earth and the sun mm -hmm. right so essentially when we have an eclipse the sun and the moon, the earth all line up and they're on this plane of access, which is the nodes of karma. In the chart, these are two of the most dynamic points. And, and pretty much when I'm sitting down to do a reading and preparing, the first thing I'm doing is looking at the nodes mm. because I really want to understand the south node is the patterns that someone brings in their mastery. You know when you see like kids and they're like, Oh my gosh, they're walking and talking and playing an instrument at three. It's like, yeah, they, they're gifted in that way. They bring this over from a life. It doesn't come out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. So our south node is really showing us gifts that we bring in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you said your south node is in Libra. Mm -hmm. Libra is about balance and harmony 
and working with people. It's the diplomat. It's the peacekeeper. It's about beauty, aesthetics. It's ruled by Venus. You know, so all the Libra qualities, your south node, you would already come into this life with. And it would show up in your chart many different ways. So, for example, not only is your south node in Libra, your Mercury is in Libra, mm. right? And then the seventh house is the house of Libra. And you have two pl strong planets in that house. So when we look at the overtone, which, which, which you have planets? Uranus in your seventh, okay, the planet of freedom and genius. And Uranus is ruled by what sign? Uranus is ruled by Aquarius. Okay. But when we're looking at getting like the the flavors of the chart, we're like, what is a prominent energy? Mm. And a prominent energy is South Node is in Libra, Mercury is in Libra, and then Uranus and Neptune are in the house of Libra. Oh, the and seventh Uranus, house. Uranus rules. is Aquarius, and Aquarius is my mid-heaven, isn't it? Exactly. So okay. it's all a big puzzle when mm. we get into astrology. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like this whole kind of complex thing at the yeah. beginning. And Neptune but is it, Leo. And Neptune is um, in ne Neptune is Pisces. Oh, Neptune's Pisces. But okay. Neptune's also in your seventh. Okay. okay, so you have two planets in the house of Libra, your Mercury in Libra, and your South Node in Libra. Oh my gosh. So when we're talking about Libra, we're gonna we're gonna say pretty big patterns of yeah. that energy. It's mm. an air sign. It's about figuring things out. We already know you're a Gemini rising, yes. so it's also connecting to the air part of yeah. your chart there, and the mind, and the communication ideas, and the working with people. Yeah. Right. This is a big gift and skill you already showed up day one yeah connecting to people okay yeah. so the south node is the gifts and you will also see in a chart with the south node like i said many other signatures that confirm it mm. everything will show up like if i look at a pattern i can c connect to that pattern in five different ways in someone's chart because it's a pattern you yeah. know and it's a way of being that someone's here expressing but with the south node we've agreed to our higher self and God love source or whatever we call it to move into new patterns. Mm -hmm. And that is our North node. Yes. And that's where a lot I notice in people's lives. That's where a lot of magic happens mm -hmm. in their personal experience is when they go deeper into the patterns that represent their North node and yours is an Aries, right? So, South node Libra, okay, we have all this beautiful beauty and creativity and partnering energy, but what is the growth in this life? Aries. And that means that you've chosen to grow deeper patterns of your own independence, mm. of your own self, what you want to do. This is what Aries represents, our independent individual self. So your soul that has been working with people for your last lifetime, for sure, and probably two more back, I always look at the chart as like, it always comes to me as like three lifetimes are reflected in this chart, but that's just my interpretation. So we know in those many lives that you have shared those gifts, but this life, the soul says, I'm going to grow something else. And mm. it's actually more of my independence. Mm. Right? So our north node in our chart tends to have patterns and energy that's a little scary and a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not as easy for us. 
Okay, so when we go on this journey, as we embrace our North Node and we start to live the patterns of our North Node, what happens is there's a lot more flow and mm. ease and grace in our life mm. because we're there's like a feedback from the field mm -hmm. that's acknowledging our imprint and what we chose to do, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you're moving into Aries North Node says this sense of pioneering and kind of enlightened selfishness, thinking about yourself. And we already know, like we mentioned before, so many patterns in your chart, the Virgo service to others, your packed fourth house, service to family and, and tribe and people. And so we know, again, this is such a big, and even your moon in Taurus in the house of Pisces in the yeah. 12th house, this is so much about service to others. Yeah. So this is now confirmed by your North Node that it's important that you're growing more of what you want to do, which can feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So do you talk about what so, does that yes, come up with yes, you? So, I mean, because I do it all the time, you know, like I I do put others before myself a lot of the time. And that is also with, you know, doing things for others, making sure they're okay before making sure I'm okay mentally and physically. Um, and it's hard because I am kind of moving into, and I'll use my personal example, I'm moving into a new kind of family dynamic as well. And kind of this new life path, which is great, but I've always been known as the, but she's just floating in her own world, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for me because I'm like, at the end of the day, you know, being a human design projector mm -hmm. also, mm -hmm. my energetics, like I have to do things like my yoga, mm -hmm. taking a bath for myself, doing my business mm -hmm. or else I'm going to feel that bitterness, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And yeah. feel like I'm unworthy or I'm not fulfilling my life. Um, and so that's been a really hard struggle because now that I know that my self node and all the other things, yeah, um, Leslie, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm literally exhausted from doing things for other people and at the end of the day being like, but what did I do for myself? Yeah. You know? And exactly. yes, that selfishness, but this kind of like confirms everything that's like, yeah, I am a modern woman mm -hmm. and yeah. I'm really great at being independent mm -hmm. and I've learned how to receive more, but mm -hmm. I need to work on it more. And, yeah. and what is it that Aries, like female speaking is a very dominating, mm -hmm. very powerful, very bold mm -hmm. yep. woman. Yep. And the more you step into that, the more flow there is. We never get rid of our South Node. No. You're going to always be able to tap it back into helping any people at any time anytime you need to but what I look at is when are we having more stress mm. and when is there more stress or more conflict in our life that's because we're back in our south node yeah when I don't create boundaries exactly you mentioned exactly. something about that meeting yep. boundaries yep yep and that would be one of your big the big work is really is 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 growing that and healing those old dynamics mm -hmm. and then and I think we also, you know, carry sometimes this like, you know, where we feel bad or we feel wounded about certain things, but we also have to have the understanding that those ways of being are because our soul and our consciousness was in an environment where it was doing those things, mm. you know? So for example, in your past life, you were really, you know, 
this gift of helping people and working with people. Well, maybe you were in, you know, uh, some kind of environment, you know, maybe you were doing, you know, deep, deep work in like a hospital, you know, and that was your whole life every day going there and showing up and just everything for everyone all day long. Yeah. Right. Like, or, or any kind of, even if we go into like, maybe we were in service to like a God or a way of being that we, we devoted ourselves. So that's why you have those patterns is because you are in a situation through your choice or your family's choice, or sometimes society's choice, like, or external influences Mm -hmm. where those are the ways that you learn. That's why you're so good at it. Mm. So sometimes when we get, stuck back in our south node it's not that we're letting it go it's just that it's comfortable but i always feel like it feels uncomfortable it's let me say it this way there's a comfort in it but it doesn't feel quite right yeah right yeah it's something it's because it's like oh i'm not growing here or i'm not evolving here or i'm not learning something here and so with that being said you mentioned that my wound is about being heard and being basically able to be myself. Mm -hmm. And you really put, you know, it's becoming more and more clear. You know, I created a platform just out of the, like, just weird. I picked something Mm -hmm. years and years and years ago, and I named it Just Being Honest. And it was all about unveiling your truth, being authentic, Mm -hmm. you know, healing yourself, Mm -hmm. mindset. And... Um, you know, I guess, what was that thing about being heard, you know, Mm -hmm. truly being heard. Um, and so that's, that's something that I guess I need to be working on because, Mm -hmm. and maybe I did get banished for that in a past Mm -hmm. life. Maybe I did get harmed for that. I mean, I'm still trying to work through that with, you know, like my relationship I had with my father. And if I ever wanted to show any sort of emotion and Taurus, you know, is in my, my, moon sign that's my emotional sign if I ever showed any sort of emotion I would be told not to show it mm-hmm. you know so yep. how do I express my voice yeah if I'm not allowed to exactly and this when we talked about this in your chart it's also because when we looked at it remember we had mercury mercury is the planet that rules communication mm. and mercury is on your south node Mm-hmm. right? It's right next to your south node. So the chart is just like all these little juicy little insights into our being and our personality. And who. Are, so what does that mean? Mercury, the planet of communication, it's on your south node. So your gift of information, ideas, communication, very strong, but there's a story about your voice and yeah. there's a story in this life. And this is, shows up many ways because Chiron, the wounded healer, is in the sign of Gemini. What does that talk about? The wound in your voice. Yeah. Mercury on your south node, the wound on your voice. When you said you said the south node also, you know, Neptune, which rules Pisces. Mm-hmm. My father's a Pisces. Oh, yeah. These are family constellations yeah, wow. are all connected in the chart. And then the main thing when we are, especially when we're going into the things about your father, in our chart, the sun is the ego, the mm. divine will, mm-hmm. and the moon is the emotion. 
emotional side, right? But the sun also represents our father and mm -hmm. our father's lineage and our father's ancestry. Mm -hmm. The moon is our mother and our mother's ancestry. Now, sometimes our it's always our birth parents, but sometimes we have adopted, step parents, we have father figures. So this runs the whole course. And when we would look at your chart, when we were going into some of the uh, the learnings, there was a lot of challenges with your son. That's why we started talking about your father, right? And this is why we started yeah. talking about that story because here the sun is in your chart and it's a complex story with all the astrology and the sun representing dad. We're going back into, well, what were those patterns? There were some huge, always huge gifts. And that's why we choose the ancestry we choose Crazy. because there are beautiful gifts to share, but then there's also soul agreements and contracts and work to work out, yeah. right? So when we were talking about your dad, we were really looking at all of these um, big red lines and all these challenges <laughs> to your son, right? Those, those are big red lines. Yes. <laughs> big red lines. Totally. And I wanted to say, you know, with, with astrology, I would never have any kind of a prediction story here no i would just know that there was something that needed to be worked out so what i do in my sessions is i introduce the patterns yes and then i let you reveal the story and connect the yes. dots right for sure except you do what i love about leslie is that she did call out some dates she called out some dates that happened mm -hmm. in 2021 that were activation big. dates. Yeah, big dates for you. <laughs> yeah. She she just said the dates. I told her nothing about my life. Yeah. And and huge things happened. Huge Those activations. Days. Yeah. Like one of them being I met my significant like I met him, you know, on one of those dates. The next one was that was the day I truly felt love for him or we kind of mm -hmm. had, like felt love for each other and I think we actually exchanged that. And then the third one was we got engaged at yep. that time. Yep. So that <laughs> is something crazy, but that wasn't able to be able to be activated unless I started that journey in 2020 of change in yep. which you initiated and told yep. me about. Yeah. So this is all amazing. We could go on forever and ever and ever, <laughs> and I'm sure we could, you know, keep talking, but I want to kind of like leave it as a cliffhanger. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to share right now? And then we can kind of talk more about how to, people can be in touch with you yeah. and go further on a study. I'm just like, just a few minutes, just about those dates real quick. Yes. Just like, just to, a couple things I want to say about those dates to. and how I got to them. Okay. Okay. Everyone has certain ages that they're going to go through major astrology. Those are called life cycles, your Saturn return. Everyone has Saturn return about 28, 29, usually by 30. And then at the end of your 50s, the end of your 80s, these are all Saturn return cycles. So there are life cycles that are based on your ages, right? Mm -hmm. um, Chiron return happens around 50. It's mm -hmm. a everyone's going to have Chiron return at 50. This is oh, like when, okay. so when we're talking about midlife crisis or we're talking about deep wounding, but we're talking about deep healing in that period, everyone will have Chiron return starting about 49-ish, depending on their chart. Mm -hmm. So there's life cycles that everyone goes through in ages in a span of their life. But then there's our personal astrology, and that's our divine plan. 
And we, our higher self, always knows our clock and always knows our astrology. So when you, when I asked you about those dates, what I was doing was I was looking at the planet Jupiter, which represents opportunity and expansion, and I was connecting it to specific points in your chart. So then when I'm looking at a reading, I'm like, oh, this is a big cycle. So here's this time, here's this time, here's this time, what happened? And then that's when you connected the whole story. You're like, oh my God, that exactly aligns up with the story in my life. And I think that sometimes, you know, those things are meant to unfold that way. Just like you said, if we're available for it and we're ready for it and our signal is there, we have all of these um, divine plans and agreements and contracts that were just unfold naturally. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's our work is just um, being true to who we are. Yeah. And being responsible for that. And then our plan unfolds. So that's when I looked at those dates is because of your personal chart and what was going on at that time. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like my eyes are glazed over. I'm like so laser focused on your eyes. And I'm like, what can I see within your soul about me more? Um, I love this. And, Yay. you know, part of the, the whole thing that totally came into truth with me as well. And guys, I'm here for you. That's what it is. So, like, my whole divine purpose is to, yes, continue to serve you, educate you, and, you know, bring the community together. This is not about me. Like, this really isn't about me, but it's how I can help you all grow um, and give you the truth to be your authentic self, to create a toxic-free lifestyle, to grow your mindset. So I love this. How can everyone be in touch with you? Oh, my um, website is Our Cosmic Day. That's also my Instagram, O-U-R Cosmic, C-O-S-M-I-C Day, D-A-Y. Um, that's my website and my Instagram. And my calendar is on there if anyone wants to book a session. Perfect. I, I'm already <laughs> going to like gift people. So I'm so excited. Um, well, it was a joy and a pleasure. My astrologer, we will definitely have you back on. Oh, thank you so it's much. Awesome. We would talk for what, 45 minutes? I feel like we were sitting here for like five minutes, literally. Literally, we can go <laughs> we forever. We just went like, into we a time warp. Through, yeah, we can go through anything. Uh, we'll have to bring you back on. Yay. We'll have to do some other ones. We'll have to do an ambush astrology for some. Sounds good. Um, Okay, guys. Guys, it's been such an honor. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Send this to a friend or a family member, and we'll see you next time. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao.